Hi there, thank you so much for joining me today. Today the title of my message is Destitute of Power. Let's acknowledge Jesus because he said he wanted to be where we were. When we come together, he'd want to be right here in the midst of us. How cool is that? Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are here. You said when two or more gathered in your name, that you'd be here in the midst of us, and we just acknowledge you. We believe that you are. We thank you and praise you for teaching us your way. Thank you for revelation knowledge, for correction, whatever it takes to make us right with you. We want it. We love you. Praise you and give you all the glory. He is so good, and I hope you want what I want. I want to be corrected. I, I love new information, and I got some today. I just love it when he teaches us how to live in his kingdom because we are called to live in his kingdom right here on the earth. And he's talking to me today about being destitute of power. James 2.17, he brought up to me again. There's so much revelation to be had that we can't get it all in one day, all in one sitting, that he has to just give us a little bit at a time because his way is higher than our way. But he wants us to come up to that way. And that's why he's giving us revelation knowledge. That's why he's giving us his wisdom so we can walk in his kingdom. So, with no further ado, James 2.17. So faith also, if it does not have works, deeds, and actions of obedience to back it up by itself, is destitute of power, inoperative, and dead. So faith, if it does not have works. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about works. The very thing people are so against doing. But he's saying, you got to work your faith. You have to have godliness, which was the other thing he said to me, that to add to your faith, godliness. And we have to do that. We have to have godliness in our life. That means we conform to his way of doing and being right. We live his way. Perfect example of that is in Matthew 6.33, Jesus said, Stop being like the Gentiles. They run around trying to figure things out, like what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink, and what they're going to wear. And your father already knows that you need this. And so that's what they're spending their life doing. And he said, but you, you should be seeking his way of doing and being right. And then the things they're running after will be added to you. But we mistakenly do that. And, you know, we, we, we do that. We, we spend our life trying to figure things out on our own, trying to meet our needs. When he's saying, if you would live God's way, and that's what he was talking about this morning, he said, add to your faith godliness. Live his way. Make sure you got fruit happening in your life. Make sure you're not doing his work and thinking it's um, thinking what you're doing is his work. But the work he's calling us to do is, you know, faith, for instance, comes by hearing the word. So we got to hear the word. Faith comes by hearing the word, and the word is God. He is his word. And so you have to have that relationship. You have to have that conversation with him. Otherwise, you have emptiness. And, you know, I looked up the word destitute, and it means not having what you need for life. Being destitute of the very thing that you need to survive. And God is the very thing you need to survive. And that's why Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, as soon as you hear God, the enemy is going to come and try to take it because it's vital. God is vital. You have to have that intimate 
relationship with him. You can't just go through somebody's seven-step program without having that very thing, God, that you need to make it happen. Just like if you got in your car and you never put the gas in, you're not going to go anywhere. You can follow all the instructions of turning on the key and knowing all things to do to get the car to move and to drive the car and, and know the rules of driving. But if you don't put that gas in the tank, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not. It's not going to go anywhere unless you cut the bottom out and start moving your feet. And that's kind of what we do. We cut the bottom out. We just like got out of our lives. And then we think that we can follow these steps without his empowerment. And so you have to have faith. You have to have that relationship with him. You have to have that communication with him all the time. I so often hear, and I just cringe every time I hear people say, well, I didn't hear God. I don't know what he's saying to me. And I want to tell you that's because you're not giving him the time of day. He wants an intimate relationship with you, and there's no, there's no way around it. There is no way to the Father except through Jesus. You have to know Jesus. And the way to know him takes time. And that's why in that same context, Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it, right? And then the things he uses, distractions of the age, lusts of other things, offense. And he's using all these things to try to keep you from God, to try to steal God from you. And Jesus told us that, so we're up on it. So you know that you have to do it. You know you got to change the oil in the car. And so you know you got to do that, so you do that. You know you got to put gas in the car, so you put gas in the car. Well, God is saying that you can't have this thing happening in your life without his power. Faith without action is dead. It's inoperative. It's dead. You can't think you have faith without having the action of getting to know God, acting like you're healed, and you can't act like you're healed without God. You just can't do it. Um, Getting filled up on the Word of God, it empowers you. It gives you energy. It energizes you. It really does. It, It gives you the power to go ahead and act like you're healed. Go ahead and act like that thing that you're believing God for is already happening. You can't do it without getting faith. You can't do it without hearing the information, the revelation knowledge on the subject that you're believing for. Getting it straight from God, not from someone else. You know, so often someone gets a rainbow from from God, you know, like quit your job and they quit their job and then God does the thing that, he's planning to do in their life, but that word might not be for you. You have to have your own word from God. You have to have that your own intimate relationship with him. Faith comes by hearing God. It really does. And so faith, if it does not have works and deeds and actions of obedience to back it up by itself, is destitute of power and operative and debt. And so the work of taking the time to know God, getting him in your heart is going to give you that power that you need to go ahead and then pursue in that action of faith for what you're believing for. Isn't he amazing? He's amazing. So you have to conform to his way of doing it. You can't take it and just 
do it your way and expect it to work. It's not going to work. You can't put something else in your gas tank and expect it to work. You need to have the gas. That's the thing you need for it to run. You can't expect to, um, maybe you could say, listen to TV all day. Um, gossip. Judge. Backbite. That's not godliness. And it's going to keep you from being able to have faith to move mountains, to change your circumstances. It's going to keep you from being able to have faith action. Because if you're not in that perfect love, you're going to have fear and you're not going to be able to do that thing that God is calling you to do. He's calling you to talk to the mountains. He's talking you to change your circumstances by what you say and what you do. But if you're filling up on junk all day long, you're not going to have, you're going to be destitute of power. You're not going to have that empowerment uh, from God, the Holy Spirit, to give you the, the thing, the, the empowerment, the, the um, excitement. Um, I can't think of what word I'm looking for, but you're not going to have, I guess, the enthusiasm to say, wow, I got this. All I got to do is believe God and act like I'm healed. For instance, if you're full of faith, if you've taken the time to know God and hear Him, get on your knees, give Him your time. Then when He tells you something, you're going to do it and you're going to know that thing He tells you is going to happen. And so I'm thinking at the time that um, I hurt my knee, I shattered my kneecap, and um, I was taking care of my mom, and so I hadn't had much time with God. But I, I always have time with God, just not as much as I usually did, because I was taking care of her. And um, my husband tends to want to be nursey, and so he was telling me to put my leg up and put ice on it. And I think I did it once, but I'm like, no, that's not faith action. Anyway, I got some time to rest and be with him. And I said, God, what is going on with my knee? I'm believing for you to heal it. I'm calling it healed, but nothing's happening. And he said, what's stopping you? Well, the thing is, I was asking is I wanted to run down that road. And he said, what's stopping you? And because I have had enough time with him, that made me excited. And I got on my stuff and I went. And on the way back, I got healed. But without him... Now, I told you I didn't have that much time with him, but I have to tell you, I spend a lot of time with him. He goes where I go. He's always right there where I am. But what I meant by that is I was serving my mom. I was taking care of her. So I felt like I didn't have as much time as I usually had, and it was making me tired. But um, I always have time with God, and so I wasn't on empty or anything like that which if you're on empty, forget it, you're destitute of power. But so anyway, what I was saying is that um, it just wasn't enough for me. I'm used to having more time to myself that I can be with him. And so anyway, I had enough to get excited. I heard what he said, and I know him well enough that when he gives me a faith direction, that something's going to happen. And so destitute of power is really destitute of him, lacking in him, not taking the time to work to get that relationship with him where you're full of him, where he gives you revelation knowledge, 
He, he tells you something and it makes you excited to go and do it. If you're doing faith action and you're dragging your heels, then you're destitute of power. So good word today. I hope that you can get it. I hope you got this. You can't do it without him. Jesus said you can't do anything without me. And so you got to stay connected to him all the time. Stay on the vine. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And if you want to pray with me right now and ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he will. Revelation 3.20 says that he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and dine with you. That means he's going to hang out with you. He's going to show you who he is. You're going to have him there all the time. You can come to him day or night for any reason at all. And he's going to be there with you. He's going to be there for you. And, you know, the disciples were so close to him that when he left or said he was going to leave, they started grieving. And he said, go wait in for the whole, the Holy Spirit's going to come. I'm going to go, and, and when I do, the Holy Spirit's going to come. If I don't go, he's not going to come. And he's going to be with you all the time. And so he was telling them, like he's telling us today, that if we invite him to come and live on the inside of us, he's going to be with us all the time. So he said, I'm not leaving you as orphans. You don't have to grieve. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And meanwhile, my spirit is going to be within you, the Holy Spirit. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to remind you of the things I said. And so, no worries. He's going to be there for you all the time. And so, that's what happens. You get born from above. God's Spirit comes and lives on the inside of you. He's there for you all the time, and He teaches you how to live in His kingdom. He said the kingdom of God is within you. So, He teaches you how to live in His kingdom right here and right now on the earth. How exciting is that? So if you want to pray with me, I will pray with you right now. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. And so we are inviting you right now to come and live on the inside of us and be our God and show us who you are. Manifest yourself through us. We want to be that witness for you. We want to receive from you and bring glory to your name and prove to be true disciples of yours. And we can't do that without you. Without you, we are destitute of power. And so we thank you and we praise you for coming now. We give you all the glory in your name. In your name we pray. Amen. So if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you, if you meant it. And all you have to do is submit to him. And you're going to live an extraordinary life. You're not going to live anything like you did before. But now you are full of the Spirit, and you're going to walk in comfort, peace, joy. He's going to teach you His way, and you're going to be showing who He is. You're just going to live a whole new, wonderful life. But you got to take that time with Him. You can't be distracted. you got to take that time with Him. And if you don't, you're going to be powerless. You're going to be destitute of power, and then really your life isn't what it's supposed to be. And you're going to be frustrated and dragging your heels and even sad. Don't be a sad Christian. Spend time with Jesus. So good. So in love with you. If you said that prayer today, would you please let me know? I would really love it if you would let me know. And congratulations. And remember, John, John 1.1, 1, 1, 
tells us he is his word. And so remember what Jesus said. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come and try to take it, but don't let him. Just keep hearing the word, apply the word of God to your life, and you'll be good. Thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.